Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Conversations and dialogue. I'm here with my good brother, one of the founders of what they know as now the conscious community, um, Blue Pillar, and he's wearing a hat that says "Make Africa Great Again." You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me grab me a chair so I can uh, sit down because my energy is anxious right now. Indeed. So what's happening, family? <clears throat> Peace to the family. We in Atlanta right now. Um, and before I get started, let me say this, that um, if you want to get crowned or you want to pick up some gold water, you got to go to the site and you put in, come on, Kareem. Go to the site and type in um, pick up for free shipping as a promo code. And uh, you'll be able to pick it up, so therefore you don't pay for shipping, and we'll give you the address. Um, anyway, man, there's a lot going on. There's always a lot going on. And we was having some conversations that speak about a particular energy um, that's not being, I think, delegated properly. Well represented. And I believe that there's a effeminization of the conscious community in delegating power and force. And pushing past pettiness, pushing past gossip. You know, you say something key when you identify or define, because definition of terms is an important thing. Anytime that you're going to have a conversation, anytime you're going to have a delegation, 
anytime you're going to have litigation, anytime that you want to delve deep into a subject, the initial thing that you have to first do is establish a definition of terms, right? Because mm -hmm. people make an assumption that because we utilize these same words that we mean the same thing. Exactly. And that's not the case. Absolutely. So not. I often hear when you speak about God, you speak about a component of power and force that's right. involved with that. You know what I mean? In this community, um, you know, oftentimes we have a lot of conversations about, well, what's the definition of this? And how do you use that? And you call yourself that, but what exactly does it mean? Mm. You know what I mean? And even the, the overarching conversation about quote-unquote white supremacy, you know, it's one that's, that's, that's had, and I have um, added my own level of introspection to it to say, if man is mine and mine is all, where does that leave a place for someone else's mind to be supreme in this universe? If I live within the constructs and the confines of Western mind, where does that allow me the ability to be omnipresent and omnipotent in my demonstration? So even when we look at the conscious community, Right, as a as a micro of the black community, which is macro, and a lot of people want to diagnose this as post slavery, post traumatic slavery mm -hmm. syndrome, you know, the psychological evaluation of it will really be the inability, right? Knowing that your adversary deserves a swift kick up his motherfucking ass. Right. But you have a heavy foot. Your inability to get your foot off the ground for so long has rendered you this conflict, right? This sort of um, uh, cog um, cognitive dissonance where if you want to search yourself in this universe as God, but it never is followed by power and force. Right. You yourself are not convinced that that's real. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Right. So the macro aspect of the conscious community is people who have allocated an amount of information and inspiration to go a little bit further and farther than what we would consider the macro, right? So the onus should be on them even greater to hit a little bit harder. You dig what I'm saying? Because their heart's supposed to be in the right place. So not only is their heart in the right place, their mind's supposed to be right. thinking 10, 15, 20 steps ahead as well. Gotta be but punishment. then when you don't see none of that coming out of this community, you know what I mean? Then you got to ask, well, goddamn, you know, uh, uh, have, have they rendered themselves uh, uh, inoperable? Right. Even, even in the aspect, so there's two parts to that as well. Even in the aspect of where we see black men and women getting slain and killed by uh, police. And yet, mm -hmm. there's no longer any ambition towards harming the opposition, you know what I mean, when these things are done to us. When was the last time you see somebody that's been on TV that said that they assaulted a cop or killed a, a police officer, even though the police murders have went up, they have shot up, right? And then there's the... That, that has now become the taboo designation right. in society, in the community, is period. Because, you know, as much as social media is a platform for boasting about any and everything else, you know that you will never see that. Nah, none of that gangster <laughs> shit ain't being kicked no more. And everybody want to be, 
soft and fucking politically correct. Right. But then at the same time, when you got individuals who want to say, well, I got my, my amendment rights, I can say what I want to. And it's, 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 it's a weird thing because at the same time, them same people will be like, uh, they, they, they basically tell you they can work with the police as well. Right. Like, like we don't have no, no, so when people be like no snitching and they don't want to take, a, they take away from the entire street code that was created so that men will move with honor and respect, otherwise there's consequences that be delegated towards you. But when that is not represented in this so-called conscious spectrum, the individuals get away with a lot of perception uh, creating in a, in a form of bashing other individuals' work without presenting any of their own. And that becomes this weirdness to where it's like, nah, my maturity in dealing with problems like that, that's when the force and the power come from because the feminine aspect is the expression. The feminine aspect is this scholarly approach to where we're going to speak to you first. We're going to give you the game. We're going to give you the knowledge. You understand me? We're going we gonna, to we gonna design, you know what I mean, in the, in the manner to where we can move forward. That's the feminine approach, right? So where does the masculine back that shit up to where it be like, all right, we told y'all to keep your mouth, your name out the mouth. Told y'all to move a certain way, man. Told like otherwise, I if if I see you, it's on site. You know what I mean? And so you can't get mad because you broke these rules. You broke the honor code between men, to where it's like, nah, nigga, you can't just be out disrespectful and moving a certain way. And no, I'm not about to just be making hella content going back and forth with you. I would rather the force and power be that aspect next. Like so, no, right. don't if you don't see me right. going back and forth with nobody, it's because. Rather niggas get handled a different way. They say God is swift, right? But this community, they be like, bro, man, you need to give us some time. No, think about it. See if you can get the minister on the phone. No, no, man, nobody got no time. It's like the time is it's for the executors, man. Yeah, for like, niggas who go be gods and who go who go exact those rights, and therefore that's how you can build something because you got to protect what you build. Here, a lot of us are in the beginning stages of building out something monumental. And if there's no action behind that, you know what I mean? In the early stages, that's where all of the action is applied. Because that's how you get the ability to build the foundation so that you can actually have everything else see built out. But if you allow people to disrespect the building stages, ah, y'all ain't doing this, y'all ain't doing that. And be like, bro, if you don't get the hell on with something, we out here busy working. And if you don't get on, then I'm going to have to show you what happens next. So... We in this reality, the hat says, make Africa great again. Pay attention and focus. Come on now. Y'all already know we guys in the building, whatever we wear is good. Um, so in that right, even when you see individuals, you know, moving about with each other, we've gotten to the point where the grouping and a collective is more so to protect each other instead of be eventful, right? So if you look at the Avengers, they went out when there was a problem. They went and go handle business. We celebrate those heroes. They didn't say, let's stick together in case Thanos come and beat one of our ass. They said, nah, bro was over there tripping. I don't care what end of the universe he is. We go find blood so we can erect this problem so we can get back to everybody else being safe. You know what I mean? And feeling good. Right now, you got niggas feeling like Thor. You feel me? All belly belly out because they didn't got their ass handed to him. You know what I mean? So gave up on their godhood. Yeah. So and he became he he the the, mon, the mundaneness of man overtook him. Right. 
And you know what I'm saying? This, this effeminization took in place. Look at Thor. Yeah. Thor was hella, hella effeminized. All he wanted to do was sit back and drink. They want to put in no work. He was out of shape. His body wasn't right. He didn't even have that God power he had in the other episode. And I'm using this analogy because it really fits well. Perfect analogy. When you're talking about the gods. You know what I mean? Look at Iron Man. Iron Man saying, nah, I'm about to be a stay-at-home dad. I ain't got time to be traveling back to the goddamn past to be trying to change some shit. You know what I'm saying? But he realized that the only way he was going to have a legacy, and, and he had to do what was right, and he had to right. stand up as a man in action. Right? So that you're talking about the taste of defeat. You know what I'm saying? Right. And different men internalize that taste differently. You feel me? Some people is too bitter, and they like, I don't want another dose of that. I'm going to sit my ass down here. I'm going to try. I'm going to put the skirt on. on the go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thor needed some gold. He needed some gold. You know what I'm saying? But he got stuck on a rainbow bridge. Yeah. You feel me? A yeah. little too long. Because his partner got killed. Black bread got yeah. killed for the he, rainbow he, bridge. He came, you know, he was stuck on Earth. And, right. and he wanted to get into his, his human bag so, as so opposed to his God. We talk about this attack on black masculinity. And mm-hmm. and I was on the Zoe Williams show, and in this aspect, they asked, "Is the black male ego fragile?" Now, I gave my particular answer, and it stands that yo, we getting shot at every single day. Not just physical shots, but we taking emotional shots. People saying the black man ain't supposed to be this. The black man ain't shit. He ain't a good father, ain't a good son, ain't a good uncle, ain't a good human being. The black man is a rascal. The black man is toxic. Everything is the shot at. So it'd be like, how can my ego be fragile if I'm taking all these shots, but my ego is still intact? Right, that is still Just moving. Smile. Through all of this shit, I'm still, I'm still all right. I'm still erect. Now, not all of us. Some of us have been broken down. So when we talk about the fragility of the ego, it's talking about more so those who have been effeminized and allow those shots to actually break them down and to be consumed and acculturated. Right. The same way that they would ask you that, you know what I mean? The framers of our community more so are the women in our community because they're the ones that say what goes and what stays, yay or no. You know mm. what I'm saying? They would at the same time be like, you know what? Sister Betty's son, uh, Randall, you know what I'm saying? Became a little bit more effeminate because he grew up in a household mainly around women and his TV constantly showed him black mm. trauma. So the mother was okay if he lessened his... You know what I'm saying? His, the alpha aspects of himself because she wanted him to be safe enough to fly under the radar where he's not targeted for this level of masculinity that they have identified as being targeted in our society. And they will be okay with that. They will even celebrate it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get behind it. That's the company that they keep and all types of shit. Mm-hmm. But then they will look at a man still being... What they understand to be a man, because they all grew up at some point when they when they, they knew a man, when they recognized one, and lo and behold, in the crevices of their mind, that's some shit that they wanted as well. Right. You dig what I'm saying? But what the fuck happened, and when did it happen, and where did it happen? This is what is being settled for. This is what's being defended. And with the same hand, they're using that same finger to point back at men still being men saying, oh, that's not going to work in this new society that we have forged. Well, I mean, what team are you fucking playing for right. at the end of the day? So, mm. I mean, that's, you know. And and, 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 and so that, that that allows me to segue into this point about the ego. And, and, what, and I mean, I, I was just saying that to say, just like you said, in terms of ego and, you know, 
somebody not being fully expressive in their manness as opposed to tucking their tail right. and being quiet and being unseen. It's not celebrated. Right? That's more so, those are the things that are celebrated. Even though if a man is living out like he's sassy, right, putting on fucking heels, you're going to be seen, but in a whole different spectrum. Right. As opposed to... That's celebrated. That's what I'm saying. That's celebrated. Right? You don't want to be seen as a man. You want to be seen as a woman. You want to be seen as something that's not threatening. Let's be honest. We have to celebrate ourselves. And people appreciate our celebration of ourselves. But we're not celebrated. We push out the propaganda to let you know that, no, this image of what we do, this brand is what we do. We celebrate this. Because we, we go through all we go against all of the odds, all of the resistance to maintain this image and this brand of masculinity and power. But we not celebrated. Not at all. People will post on a page. Look at the content that people put out. They put out when they don't like something of a another caliber of black man that is in that stage of a feminization. Right? They they post up Donald Trump and how much they hate him all day. They'll post up the celebrities and their accomplishments, those right. results and goals and those guys don't nowhere near match up to this level of godliness. You know what I'm talking about? So there's there's they 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 have post up the feminine or the, the, the feminine aspects of celebration. They post up interracial celebration. There's no component that's celebrated of the heterosexual black male masculine God. No, it's not allowed. That has been quietly and effectively erased. And it's no longer a standard or criteria of what people are held to to say, when you see that shit, you need to salute it. Especially if what you're saying is it's endangered in, in right. motherfucking society. Like, I'm, until they knew what this hat says, they was ready to emotionally cancel me for my fashion choice. <laughs> right? Feminized society. You want to, it's, it's niggas involved too. You're canceling other people. Right. Like, what the fuck is that? Right. This cancel gossip, petty-ass Becky culture. What the fuck is that? And niggas is celebrated for their political pundits as if that makes them more of a man because you can go research about another man and try to point out all his flaws. That does not put you up as a man. A man is measured by his accomplishments, not by how he um, positions himself to observe another man's failures. You know what I mean? Or lack of accomplishments. When, like, that's not where you get any power from. Your power comes from what you do. The will that you're able to actually present into reality. It doesn't come from saying that this man didn't do this. This man didn't do this. That man is a part of this. You show me one man in history that has ever been deemed or regarded as great that built up a legacy because of how he tore down another man's legacy. Show me one. I'll wait. It's, they don't exist. Nobody gives a fuck about that man that was talking shit about the next man. The other man he tried to tear down is more remembered. Whether it's good or bad, that energy continues to live. So even when you're thinking in longevity and legacy, you have to remember that the only thing that matters is what you build. It's not even about the individuals that you try to tear down. It's about that power you build. You know what I'm talking about? So Can you define, once again, because like I said, we're going yes through sir. the definition of terms. Can you define what power is? Can you define what force is? The way that I personally define power is power is the ability to control the phenomena of energy. So I, let's put it in this manner. You know what I mean? Energy is everything all the way around us. The first energy that a man has to learn how to control in order to gain power is the energy over self, particularly the emotional energy within self. The more you have control of your own emotional energy, which is that sway of up and down emotions of 
anger and lack of control and those things that people consider to be toxic when a man loses control over himself mm -hmm. and he utilizes his force because he has lack of power over self, lack mm -hmm. of control over his own energy, Okay. right? So secondly, that's when he, when he has power over himself, he can exert external power over others. He can help other people balance out their emotions and even control their emotions. So that's when a man is able to lead others because he is able to stabilize their energy into the right direction. I've been told that about myself. They say, you know, you're, you're so cool and balanced with the energy when you come around. It just makes everybody else, right? you know, kind of on an even keel. That's power. So, yeah. To change the environments, it can change the, the, the energy around you. Now, we talk about economic power, right? As a man being powerful, money is power, right? Because money is energy. It's all the flow. So even when you want to talk about all ranges of power, it's about your ability to control the phenomena of energy, right? Can you tell, do you have political power? Do you have power over yourself? Do you have power over men and women? Do you have power over environment? Do you have power over uh, politics? Do you have power over law of force? Do you have power over education? Do you have power over media, right? Where is your power? Do you have physical power, spiritual power, emotional power? Where do you have control and what is the measurement of control that you actually have? So if you look at somebody like Minister Farrakhan, there's a measurable control of power that he has, not only over the emotional sway of people, but the physical control of power that exists in a sense to where it'd be like, bruh, y'all move out, they say move out. The power to where he's in Saudi, it was in Saudi Arabia, and they bowing down, kissing the man's feet down there, presenting him with gifts. That's, that's international political power. So... When we talk about actual power, we're not talking about you powering up your phone, getting on YouTube and expressing the feminine thought process that you have over another man's power. We're talking about the actualization and the actual forming of what power do you have. It's looking at yourself at what level of power. Because for a man to be able to express himself, that can be power in the form of being able to convert that and utilize that to gain capital power, economic power, political power, you know what I mean, physical power and things of that nature. But to only have that, does not that's the lowest form of power. To only have your words, that's a low form of power in the sense that what can you convert that into? And then righteous power is more so power backed by morals and ethics. So are you utilizing your power in the sense to where it's creating solutions? Or are you utilizing your power in the sense to where it's only either creating problems or exposing problems? What utilization of power do you have? And we haven't created a measurement to be like, okay, Bro, on the Lord's totem pole of power, he more got that Gossip and Becky power. That's that same power that people that's on um that that that's on the little reality shows or the people that's on the yeah. um the daytime shows that go around and talk about other people. Yes, they got that gossip power. That I get power. that, but yeah. that same woman or man like uh what's her name Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams ain't about to command a bunch of men to go do shit. She ain't got no kind of power, but that gossiping power she can spread that all around. Right. She can she, she can, can yeah. sway how you feel emotionally yes. about somebody normally if the energy is counter right meaning she can make you feel less admirable about someone who just yesterday or a minute before you ain't had no issues or problems right with. and that's a low form of power that's a, a low form. almost a uh like a, a waste of power. yeah that shit is kind of uh, i don't want to say demonic in a sense i'm thinking of another word but it's a it's a it's, it's, it's a, a lower, lower frequency. Yeah, yeah, it's a much lower frequency. It's a much lower vibration. It's not no king shit. It's not no queen shit. Yeah, it's not no god in your root, goddess. In your root chakra. Yeah, the lowest level 
appealing to the uh, monkey mind yeah, of a person, right? So does your power appeal to the God in the person or that monkey mind? Like, oh, you got some gossip? Let me hear more about that so that can sway me. Or, oh, you got some knowledge and solutions I can better my life and become a greater individual because I listen to you? That's a different form of power. A power that evolved you is the greatest form of power. You yeah, know what I'm talking and, about? You know, that gives you more power. And because what we, we often in society, we equate Oh, she's on TV. That's equated to power, right? No. Her visibility. Oh, she's been doing this for how many years? So her level of longevity, longevity that's equated to power. So now people often want to mimic that level of power. So they say, oh, I want to pattern what I do after her. So now you have all of these blogs to kind of follow that same paradigm where people are actually fighting to be the queen or the mudfish. You know what's the most... The the, 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 the most dangerous form of power is the power to be able to kill someone because that ends your power. So when the person knows that if you mess with me, there's a great grave possibility that you will be in a damn grave, that you will be dead because you can't do nothing else. That's the consequence. So when a person knows that, you know what, if I go attack one of them in that neighborhood, if I go attack one of them, that uh, uh, as one of them black people, they might kill my family. They might kill my children, my wife. I'm not messing with black people no more. I'm not shooting at no more black people. They got the ultimate form of power, which is murder. Because the thing is, the beauty of blackness at one point is that it was directly related to the mystery of death. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So... The actual thing that protected and you know blackness is the respect for blackness and its equation with death. Right. When melanated or black people became spooked of the very same thing that worked to their benefit at one point in time, is when they became very susceptible, you know what I mean, to all sorts of disrespects and, and invasions of privacies and invasions of this and invasions of that, and now people don't regard us the same way because they're scared of the very same things that have always been, you know, that have always worked to our benefit. With dark energy, right? People yeah. are afraid of the, the no, thought process of the dark spookism, energy. Yeah, it's the spookism and the fear that goes with that. The, the, you know the, what I'm is there any organization there? Now, I'm, I'm asking this question rhetorically mm -hmm. because there's no organization that hasn't started without that dark energy. And what's that dark energy? People being killed. People being beat the fuck up. You know what I mean? Individuals having to take money from the underworld in order to form something that becomes powerful. By underworld, oh. I mean the criminals. I mean the strippers, the hustlers, the pimps, the gangsters, the shooters, the robbers, the extorters. Go alchemy. Right. Everything, especially within this country and every single organization, I don't care. You can find anybody to debate it. Not one on the planet Earth. And I'm talking about one that became powerful over time. I'm not talking about a shot in the dark that didn't hit a target. I'm talking about one that grew successfully. All started off that particular way. All of them. That's undebatable. So how do you come in and say, you know what, in hell, I'm about to start off something clear with, with this clear, light energy and just hope that it utopalizes into something beautiful and manifests because I want everything to be like a flower and blossom. I mean, and, Not even, how it works. and even if that was the case, then the community would have collective organizations around particular precipice points in times like full moons or... Uh, you know, different planetary alignments. I'm saying that 
Our community don't even take these spiritual tools serious enough to do this shit manifestation-wise that's required without the dirt. All the food that you eat grows out of dirt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, not only do it grow out of the dirt, it grows out of dirt with shit in it. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So all great things come from manure. So, so within that thought process is the soil that we live in at this particular point in time requires that dark energy seed. Right, because if you try to start something off, what they they always say, love wins, and love has never won shit ever in life, and not in life, but I mean, let's say in history, in the sense to where it's, you don't build shit off of this so-called fake idea of love wins. That's a slogan that was created by individuals with a particular agenda, but it's never been a reality. It's marketing. It's super marketing, because love has never won. You show me one place love won a war. Love overturned the regime. Love uh, 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 controls the political parties in a, in a system. Love is the one that's passing out this money right. so people can change their life. That's this, not the reality. This is why this hat is even hitting home the way it is that people can relate. Right. Because, you know, the motherland, the continent, where the most concentration of melanin is on the planet, you would think that the people would easily be able to love one another. They live in paradise. Right. They have access to these mineral resources. But no, the governments are fucking politically corrupt. Same way, because they've been indoctrinated by Western norms and, and mores and thought patterns and all sorts of shit. So they're corrupt as anyone else on the planet that's chasing motherfucking what's considered to be uh, quote-unquote financial freedom. So, so where's the love? I want to segue into this. This, this, this thing. Because somebody asked me a question, how do you find slash create a team on your frequency? You know? And you know, uh, or, 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 and, and this is just more so getting me to this thought process of more um, fragility within our community and weakness. And there's also a thing that where people have to recognize is who's been... Like, it's a very important thing about... And it doesn't take away from individuals who found themselves on this platform of social media, who found their... Their, their, their rite of passage, who found their influence, who found their power, who found a sense of uh, belonging in, yeah, in the world their, to where people can see me, yeah, you voice. know, who their found voice. that voice. And so the dangerous thing about this, though, is that you have to have that backed up with real-world experience and knowing yourself. The people can't validate you. Not in the sense to where they don't want to let you know how to feel about yourself. They don't want to let you know how to be confident about yourself. And the problem with that is, is that, and especially with men, is that there is a fragility when it comes to individuals that make themselves on social media, and then it comes to them being around women. And why you see why certain people can't form teams and organizations and whatever it may be, because some people want the spotlight. And they feel as if, if I let this person shine next to me, they might be brighter and people will stop looking at me as the light. So you see less inclusion. So when we look at the community, my utopian sense, I'm not going to lie. I got this idea of I want to work together with everybody. I want to go way above the idea of your ego and say, yo, let's get together for this common cause, which is the liberation and sovereignty of our people into a wealthier and righteous future. Like, Because I, I see what will happen if those pizzas were able to overcome their fragile ego. Right? So I'm like, damn, this will be so beautiful because I'm always seeing the vision. But then 
the reality sets in and be like, but that's that person's design. So I empathize. Like, oh, I get it, though, but I grew up with brothers. I had an older brother. When I was younger, he used to take all the ladies. He looked like me. He was just a more mature version. So he beat me to certain looks that I couldn't get to yet. <laughs> he had the game in confidence. You know what I mean? He beat me to my own looks because he looked like me already. So <laughs> It wasn't until I grew up. I was like, wait a minute. I'm kind of growing into him now. All right, cool. But he never let up. He was never like, you know what? I'm going to let you talk to this. No, I was like, no, nah, I got to make my own way. I got to grab my own nuts and be my own man and grab my own confidence. And that's my, my rite of passage. So I never had it to where I needed social media to make me some, make me feel like someone. I walk in the room, my presence was always already felt. I was already working before it was being projected onto, you know, your phones and everything. So when the social media was more so utilized so that let me broadcast who I am to the world, because when they realize an archetype like myself exists, I know it's going to shift the paradigm. That was my thought process. It wasn't saying that let me make myself on social media. You understand me? So I can enter the paradigm and that validates the sense of being about myself so I can finally say, oh, I'm a man now. No. That's the opposite. And that's what stops. I'm going to tell y'all. That's what I always say tell you. Be, be wary of the leaders who practice unity, who talk unity, but work alone. Think about that. Talk unity, but work alone. Let me say it again. They, they go around and say, we got to unify. We got to work together. But work alone. That's like a person going around saying, we got to get some money, y'all. We got to be rich. But they broke as hell. This ain't adding up. Or they not at least working towards that and gaining skills so they can get some type of monies. So it's not even the fact that, oh, you at this part of the journey. Is that, is your journey moving towards that progressive intentionally? Right. Like if I'm telling everybody else to get money, then I should be intentional in gaining so I can become an example of where I want to lead people. So I can be a good leader and have great leadership competency, right? So if I'm telling everybody, yo, we got to work together. Well, why does unity start? It starts with two people. It starts with four, six, 12, 24. You know what I'm talking about? 48. That's how a body comes into fruition. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That one spouse splits into two, two into four, four into eight. You know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, you got an entire organism. You know, and an organization is no different. Mm. So, how are people always talking unity, always talking collectiveness, but what collective platforms have you seen in this community? Mm. Preach! You know I mean? But they will put the onus on you to say, you people out there, you gotta come together. You gotta solve these issues right. and these problems. Right. Where are the leaders sharing platforms? You know what I'm saying? Where are the leaders to say, you know what? I ain't got to have, you know what I'm saying? Like, the best plan is the one that we roll with. Right. So even if it's not the, the thing that directly comes out of my mind, I done heard you get into your explanation and your description of it, and that sounds like that'll work, you know what I mean, uh, a little bit quicker than mine or more effectively than mine's. Or that's the missing piece and component to it. Where are, like, do the people know how Marcus Garvey even found his way over here? He came because he was inspired by the works of Booker T. Mm. He came to add on and complement 
what that brother was doing. Mm. Booker T opens the door and brings in a uh, uh, George Washington Carver. You dig what I'm saying? So we we have the examples in our past in history. Elijah, look at that tree. Mm. Look how many people that he brought into that organization and had lit. Mm. Right? I'm still lit because of it. I'm still lit. And he came back today, my brother, I'm lit as hell right now. Brother, I got the crowns popping. I'm teaching people about the unity. I'm working on the economic blueprint. I seen you had planes and businesses and fishes and you had everything going. I'm just trying to get to where you was, bro. I appreciate the example you set forth and the teachings that you gave because it raised my mind to a whole nother position in life. I started dropping 19 keys. I made it an international dynasty. Look, man, I just want to thank you, bro. Thank you because if you didn't exist, who knows where the world would be. And if a motherfucker can't take that and see that from a man-to-man perspective, then you a bitch. And I mean that. Excuse my language. You know what I mean? I'm, I got a little riled up. Don't apologize to yourself. You know what I'm exactly saying? Exactly what he meant. This, this, this. Yeah, I meant it. But I just, you know, y'all had to. Yeah, so, you know, at the same time, it's like. To me, like, things be so simple. You feel me? But. To, to, to people out in, in, in the viewer world, sometimes they need these analogies or, you know what I mean, this level of insight to put one and two together. To me, I always think it's obvious. Bro, the sister asked it today. She said, she said, um, she didn't even know. She just asked, I had my back to her. She said, what y'all think about Farrakhan? So I don't be knowing what people, what's their, what's their agenda when they be asking. So sometimes I ain't gonna lie, I get on the offensive like, Ask me some questions like that for, yeah. but instead, <laughs> he said, "What you think about?" All right, that? so, <laughs> so I hit her back. What would you think? And and I said, "You know what? I look at it like this. That was a single individual. He didn't inherit nothing from the unobliged Muhammad estate to help him establish the nation of Islam. After his son took over and it failed because he tried to get them into Orthodox Islam, he started that by himself with his family to where they were getting shot at, and he had to put in work. He had to go do speeches and take that money, invest into it, start the mosque, build it up, create this international." Goddamn nation where he's respected by people all across the world and he's done helped millions of people and just this Yesterday I was looking at this union between these two black couples and not two black couples But these two black beings man It was this young woman and this young man and I personally met them before and I'm like these are individuals that, that that found themselves they courted with each other and they said you know what we gonna go through this process that the nation of Islam created so that we can have black love yeah, so I mean, and they formed a marriage. They went through a traditional courting process. Yes, a traditional they, courting process. They didn't have, you know, they wasn't going out on dates and sampling the milk before they bought the cow. Nope, they sure was not. The only time you was milking that titty is after you already bought the ranch. <laughs> you, you upset? So, I, I, I don't think people look at it as, oh, that's something that Farrakhan does. Right. He actually brings together black families. Right. In a world that is anti-black family. All the way. What organization is doing that? What leaders are doing that? But they don't look at that as in a sense of resort to accomplishment. Right. What is that? That's future building. Oh, that's intergenerational wealth. Because she's in the South, and she had the nerve to ask us about the church. Right. And my presumption is that she's a Christian, because she was talking about her congregation, right? And and people, so, I'm working on getting there. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to ask so I'm like, well, why haven't we seen any revolutions in the church? Mm. If everything that you're telling me, because she was what? She went straight to the negative and started telling us about all of the, you know, the the, out, the other shit that's going on in the church that she doesn't agree with as a Christian. So I'm like, ain't nobody in there flipping over pews? 
right? Ain't nobody out there, right. you know, putting hands and feet on the pastor. Right. If if he's standing up there defacing the name of your Lord, in the name of your Lord, he deserves hands and feet. And if God is going to let him get away with that fuck shit, then God should let you get away with fucking him up. Exactly. Okay? I had some brothers out in, um, so, you know, I grew up in a paradigm where black men was, they backed up their consciousness with revelation and action. Like, if you yeah. did something, it was a, you was gonna be, it's going to be solved with brothers dressed in all black and meeting you at night. You know what I mean? And, and then problem solved after they, they met with you. Um, whether you had your life with you or you, 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 you know, was broken down and whatever it was. So, it was at a particular point in time where, you know, they kind of went extra radical and extra extremist with it, I'm not going to lie. They went into the liquor stores and they started busting up the liquor stores because all of the Yemen, they got the Yemen society out there in, in the Bay Area and they established a network of liquor stores within the um, hoods uh, within all of the uh, the ghettos like in the, the neighborhood, the Yemeni formed the yeah, association. yeah, they got the Yemeni association and where yeah, beef on the yeah. liquor distribution. So they went in that bitch and, and the stop a lot, throwing the shit right. down. They start bashing it up. They said, "No, y'all that, can't sell liquor in our wrong. community." So imagine if we did that to every goddamn uh, liquor store in our country, in in, in in every fucking hood. We say, "No, y'all can't have this no more. Y'all can't have no more liquor stores. We gonna tell y'all forcibly." We ain't gonna go in there and buy your shit down, but we're gonna tell you in this, like, if something happens, we try to save you from this reality that's gonna end up happening, right? Like, every liquor store has to come down. I don't give a fuck if you've been here for 30 years, 100 years, 1,000 years. You and your family gotta figure out another way besides feeding us poison. And if you don't like it, then guess what? We taking heads off. That's the way we gotta move. This nice shit. Let's be cool with these niggas. They ain't like they ain't my kind of Muslim. I don't care y'all say I'm a Laker when I walk in. Y'all niggas is selling liquor and shit. And then got the nerve to be like y'all haram. Bitch ass nigga, you gonna tell I'm haram? I slap the shit out you. That'd be haram. You know what I mean? I would rather you tell me that than y'all niggas is selling liquor every single day and, 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 and creating food deserts within the communities and got the nerve to be like, oh that's haram. Get the fuck out of here. And we don't say nothing because we be, you know, we, we, we be nice with it. You know what I mean? But those days have to disappear. And, and it has to be a real spark of that masculine revolution to be like, you know what? I don't want my children to one day grow up and smoke hella goddamn blacks out the liquor store like I did. Instead, we're going to tear this bitch on down. They don't even got the option. You know what I mean? When your children don't have the option to do wrong, they don't start doing wrong. You understand me? We had it in our vicinity. So, therefore, we smoked, we drank, we had access to it. When you rob us of the access, we don't do it. And what comes with that access, it leads you down another path to where you drifted into other things. I, I seen you write something the other day when you said environment is more powerful than nature. Environment stronger than nature. Stronger than nature. You know, this past weekend, I came from um, the Juneteenth Festival. Mm. It was held in the backyard of the Mercedes-Benz um, uh, complex, right? Beautiful, you know what I mean? Very festive, all the tents were up, it was cultural, you know what I mean? People, I, I saw more melanated families, you know, in, in one concentrated area than you normally would see in a month scattered about throughout the city of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm looking up and seeing, all right, well, this is even, we could say, all right, it's an artificial environment. Yeah. They threw these tents up, you know what I mean? They set up shop in the middle of the city, 
you know, this won't be here next week, but in, in, the, in the immediate moment, in the now, people right. were treating it like it was. This is the village. The children were running around. Um, you know, people were uh, doing commerce. Like I said, the, the presence of melanated couples was thick, and I saw young melanated couples. Beautiful, you know, Atlanta gets a bad rap because the other things that might be contained in this city. We gonna throw this, a black family, goddamn this bizarre. Con- this contained in every city, mind you, even stronger concentrations in other cities. You dig what I'm saying? So Atlanta gets a bad rap. Um, people don't speak about it enough of the young melanated families that are out here mm. doing well. You know what I mean? But we gonna do a black family that, yeah, You know, people look actually happy out here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying all that to say that look how that artificial construct was conducive enough to contain that energy. There was no police presence. Anytime that we do the Malcolm X Fest, we do Dance Africa, we do International Arts Festival, I'm sure there's many other festivities that, you know, the family might be able to throw in names with, right? But when these events take place and when there's melanated family present, it don't be no need for no police, mm. right? Though that entire environment is self-policed by the members of the community slash village. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's just a deep observation in terms of environment being stronger than nature. Right. You dig what I'm saying? That goes towards, you know, I always talk about design things. Designing the environment so people interface with it in a particular manner. Right. And I put on my uh, story, because I seen, I was out, out in L.A., and I seen this black family, I was, they looked like they was visiting. And they just looked so happy. They was dancing. They looked free. You know what I mean? They was dancing with the moms, and the son was dancing, and cops was there taking pictures, and they was kicking it. And I said, let me take a second, and I put them on camera, and I said, you know, this is, this is, this is uh, a, a, a black happy family observation. You know, we don't always get to see us in spaces to be free and just to be happy. And it seems like we got no cares in the world, and that's not what's propagated. They don't, uh, uh, they, they, they want not, us to condense not, our yeah, space. That's not promoted, that's right. not propagated. And what I always leave these festivals asking, because someone always tells me they're just coming in, right, visiting. This is their probably their first time. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. I've never experienced something like this in my life. I'm like, are you willing to die to defend it? Right. Right? Because you're going to give up all of this and go back to your um, plantation throughout the week and be miserable. And you got to wait a whole nother year for this to come back. Man, this is just an open space. Man, talking about nothing. He's trying, he's trying to put it on the enemy. This is my story. Yeah, man. And if you ain't got nothing, man, I don't want to hear all y'all go back to Africa, niggas. If you ain't went back to Africa and built this shit and showed me by example. Leadership competency is one who shows by example. You become the role model of the shit that you talking about, and then you will lead me to that particular service of gold. If not, then I don't want to hear from y'all. 53 million people in Nigeria live below the poverty line. There's only 44 to 45 million melanated people in the quote-unquote United States of America, right? Leaving somewhere to go somewhere else is not always the answer, especially if you're leaving and going there with nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But your fucking face card, the fact that you think that there's some uniformity across the world because you got melanin in your skin. People are treating people that look just like you very bad in other areas because of uh, socio-political situations and differences and all of that. We would do a lot better to man up, right the motherfucker where we at, 
and gain international focus and consideration based on that. And you get an invite to these countries. And you could go and you could set up shop and you could produce some dowry and get some of their daughters. Okay? Right. Right. Like men. Right. On, right. on, on, on the terms of how that society does shit. All right? We so don't, we don't operate from the we don't operate from the place of impossibility or fear or they did this back in the day. So the fuck what? When you go grab right. your nuts and be like, all right, they can't do it no right. more because I'm and willing to die yeah, for so this it, now. It's the same thing that I said. If the person was experiencing that level of freedom, because freedom ain't free, but what you willing to fucking pay for freedom with? Right. Your ancestors at one point said we willing to pay for for freedom with our lives. I'm waiting, La King. With up. our lives. You dig what I'm saying? So stop telling me about rebuilding on such and such. If you're willing to die for it, it don't matter where the motherfuck you at, right? The fact that you're not willing to die for it, that's the problem, and that's the issue. So what does liberation look like to you? What does freedom look like? And if your vision of it is you being somewhere else, I, I need to know why you're not there right now. And what right. can we do as a society to help you get there? So you can build that model and inspire other people to follow in your footsteps. Factual. But the fact that you're on a computer and you're talking about what we shouldn't be doing, that's the issue and that's the problem. And that w is why as a community, you know what I'm saying, we don't have these reference points to point at and be like, oh, such and such went over, right, with their own motherfucking gumption and gall and set up shop over there and gone and they popping and they got this going. Like, these places got... You know what I'm saying? They got they trading gold, they trading diamonds, they trading oil, right? G O D, that's God, right? Right. All of the natural resources that you can motherfucking come up and get your bag. So you could be sitting up there, Forbes, looking down at Jay Z when they got you on the magic squares and shit. Right. Crazy. You like, yeah. I would love yeah. to see and here's the thing, right? I would love to see that first person that's that 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 that, that, that black American and so called that goes out there. And establishes exactly what they want to see. They established. We've been talking about the go back to Africa thing since Marcus Garvey. That's a hundred years. One hundred years. Hold on, but he had the boats that was going a hundred years ago. He had the boats, nigga. He had the economics first. You could get a ticket. Why he alleged on American ex on American Airlines, Delta, some other shit that's going. Why you niggas ain't made it back yet? Exactly. And you could jump on a train. Plane, right? You could put the motherfucking automobile on a craft and, and, and get it over there. A young boy that listens to our videos, mm. you know what I'm saying? From Harlem, ended up going to Africa uh, with his job. His job had brought him over. He went over to Africa. He ended up meeting a young lady over there. Um, she was a very popular hairstylist in, in Togo, you know, and her family, she had family that played soccer. So they came for some bread. You know what I mean? He ended up, you know, me and Shorty getting with her, what have hey, you. Hold on, Becky, you got to chill out. Otherwise, we're going to have to block you. Becky out here throwing her address and talking about her husband, not a baby dad. You got to relax, Becky. We on some black Becky, power yeah. right now. We're we allowing you in this establishment. Becky, but you got to be a fly on the wall. You know you the birth rate is zero. Because when the fly turns but, uh, into... Come on, yeah, I gotta. This is not make America great again. This yeah, is a, make Africa you might great get it again. fucked up. 
Right. You might have just seen the red hat. You gotta relax. Instead, it's just a different conversation. Those who on the place. podcast, we're live right now, and we have somebody on the IG live named Mary Kelly, and she's been throwing her address out there. And um, you know, might not have uh, drunk any water today, so the thirst might be a little real. Is all we're saying. Right. So you gotta yeah. relax. Otherwise, one more infraction and you out. We're trying to practice diverse inclusion. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Cause we all kind of talking about the folks, so the fact that you in the audience is cool. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying. But this is not that. This is not that type party. So you done fuck my flow up, Becky. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Like, what the hell was I talking about? Yeah. Yeah, sent through the town, nigga. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Fucking going on with you, Becky. Man, oh man, oh man. But 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 to sum up some of the conversation we was having, man, it's more so about us being more dangerous and taking responsibility to being forceful, powerful individuals and ruling with an iron fist. And we have been too broke wristed too much. We we we've been overly expressive and we need to get back to the results and to the action. All right. If it ain't speaking truth to power and creating solutions to problems, then it really ain't nothing. And anybody under anything else, that shit don't make no sense. And then we ain't really rolling with it. At least I'm not rocking with it. So I'm not at that place where I want to be as far as my ability to delegate all my powers based on me having more capital, more finances, more manpower back behind me so that we can move forward in this paradigm the way that we want to. But I'm definitely damn sure about not about to be dealing with an effeminized version of issues and problems that consist that are uprisen by individuals giving observation and powers to suckers. Nah, because I would rather deal with that power in the manner to where we swap flies. You know what I'm talking about? Instead of just shoo away, nah, we just we swat some bitches and then they done with. Yeah. So the brother, um, he was he was in Togo. He ended up building out a mansion for himself for only ten thousand dollars. He found out that he can sell um used cars from America over there for fifteen racks. So he went to the auction and bought one for fifteen hundred. Got it shipped over, and then flipped the shit right at the port. Like he didn't even have to bring it into town or nothing. I'm saying all that to say, and he was in his twenties, young boy. You can figure it out too. You don't have to have these long shot pipe dreams. You know, like Nas and Belly about going back to Africa. Take your ass back to Africa and make something pop. But you're gonna have to go there with the mind of a hustler, not exploiting your people but seeing what can you bring here that's popping over here that they don't got over there right and then what can you bring from over there that's popping that they don't have over here so now you can create an import export situation you dig what i'm saying and you could make sense of this shit why are we not seeing this or not seeing enough of it where that bridge is built and everyone else is running up in there and they rape the mama because they don't got love for her same way that you say that you do. I had to grow up all my life hearing this shit. You dig what I'm saying? The airlines dropped all of the tickets that niggas ain't went yet. Mm. Ain't got nothing popping. So we go, we go, feel me? Here what we so, gonna do. We gonna definitely plan to shift the trip. Oh, yeah. They told me to block it. The people, I gotta acquiesce to the people request. So, bye, Miss Mary Kelly. You're yeah. out the building. Bye, Becky. All right. Oh, wait a minute. How the hell she come back? I thought I heard it. Did I block somebody else by accident? <laughs> I hope I didn't block somebody else <laughs> by accident. Your Becky privilege got the uh, brother blocked. Yeah, she. I didn't block her. She came back. 
I had to block it twice. They get two infractions <laughs> by Instagram. Yeah, yeah. My like, God. My God. You gotta be twice as long. <laughs> Man, we, 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 um, at this point, you know, and as far as the things that I want to propagate, you know, at this point where we, we demonstrate in our expression and we demonstrate within our actions force and power. Right, because some of those craziest things um, that we need to get rid of requires force and power. Like when we talk about the food deserts in our community, when we talk about the police continuously harming us, when we talk about the suckers in a conscious community constantly delegating information that does nothing in a progressive manner, when we talk about people coming after our, our women in a particular disrespectful way of any manner, we talk about the overall, we talk about um, even entities that prey on our ignorance and not knowing about, you know, uh, like colleges and banks and different institutions, all of them have to go that's in our way of our progress and our success. Because all of that are all signs of lack of manhood in said community where predatory things can flourish. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like the only way that a predator can flourish in an environment like that is because something superior to that predator doesn't exist. Or there hasn't been enough examples made of predator energy enough where predators can be like, I'm gonna go over here instead of over there. Cause I ain't really come outside to get my neck slit tonight. Right. You feel mm. me? Mm. So the lack of fisticuffs and other shit that you haven't seen for for far too long yeah. has allowed sucker shit to flourish. I'm done with it, bro. Dissatisfaction brings a hundred percent. Dissatisfaction brings about a change. So when it comes to that that tipping point, towards like, yo, we actually, you know, building businesses to have infrastructure so that we can actually utilize that capital to where we can make difference and change and create solutions to problems. So ain't got time for none of the other sucker shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like, look at the good brother uh, Antoine Digital that just tapped in. This is an individual that utilizes his skills of coding and things of that nature that should be one of those people I see um, propagated within the society overall and be like, that's, that's the it. big picture. That's the person that you should look at. Right. Instead, people pay attention to the individuals who do nothing but propagate problems. His example should be on a pedestal. Right. Your children should know his name as well as his daughter's name. Right. He should have the 2020 signed up for the 2020 coding initiative. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? Like from these are old people, people from your young people. These are people in our community that are moving the the ball forward, especially as we prepare tomorrow to come into this 400 year anniversary of our said liberation. What does financial? What does liberation look like to you without financial liberation? It looks like death. So listen, we in our last two minutes. We tapped in, y'all tapped in, we're going to continue to tap in and unplug y'all, man, and don't plug yourself back in. You know what I'm talking about? Um, and if you are in Atlanta and you want to get you some gold water, you want to get some crowns, um, go to the website, purchase something, type in promo code PICKUP, it's going to give you free shipping, and then we'll DM me the uh, receipt, and then we'll send you the location for PICKUP. I appreciate y'all for tapping in, man. This is another episode of 19 Keys Electrical Conversations and Dialogues, and this was a dangerous one. Thank you, Blue Pill, for being a part of it. Anytime. Peace. Peace, love, peace, and light. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.